Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Before yeah, we yeah. carry on with the show, though, I have to big up JK. We artist. didn't even, we didn't, we haven't even carried on. We've just started now because that's not going in. But yeah, right, go on. cool. Before we What's start, this? basically, JK the artist, yeah, I really like him. I've gone to check him and Skits Capsule Collection there, the office and all that. JK, the artist is there. Oh, um, he's sick. He's cold, bro. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, he's doing this. I don't know the full details on the next uh, project in which he's doing. But one thing I do know is it's called the Reeducated. Yeah. I don't know the full details about it. You know, go to his Instagram and all of that. But bro. What he's done is incredible. So this is a Nas t-shirt. And what he's done and was he's got, he's got like loads of different boy. individuals from, you know, RC. Wait, who's that? Wait, it's a what t-shirt? This is oh, Nas. Nas. So when you see, he's got Nas and then you'll have some, like, some, some lyrics there from Nas. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, he, and he puts the most educational things that Nas has contributed through his music and art on a in, in an exhibition. There'll be a massive picture of Nas in the middle and there'll be more detailed than the picture you see here. So... Big up this guy because at least that's through sick. his art, and he's got a one with Retch Free too. I gave yeah. you the Kano. He's got a Kano one as well. I got you. Oh, I gave you Kano, Kano, Kano right there. Oh yeah, sick. So oh, I like, and it's true. It's so lit that he's making like Kano. He does actual drawings of these as well. Yeah, mm. so bro. So it's like they're Dope. like proper drawings. Yeah. Mm. Um, that's what I saw first. I saw like um, it was like a, it looked like a blackboard with the drawing and stuff on it and like he was shot in it or whatnot. What I didn't know he was doing t-shirts for my brother I just like the fact that he's brand, he's branded all integral it's a notebook uh, as well together there's a notebook like he's not got like a bag of American artists and that's it no yeah. he's saying you know Kano's next up mm. no, yes how about that of course and I, you know I love them type of things there so he's got a little notepad so I can write I love in artistic there. people you know come on and these are brother. the type of artists you, would, you could actually group together come yeah wretch Kano, Nas. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. These are scholars of the game. Hundred percent. Got one of Jay Z. You know, I love Jay Z. Scholar, yeah. another scholar. That's my, that's People my that give away free game. Yeah, Fam, yeah. he says it on the four four four. Like I'm trying to give you game for like six ninety nine or whatever the album was. Yeah, like, yeah. It's true. He yeah. is the man, bro. Or cheap game, then should I say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's free. Because yeah. I can go on YouTube. That's true. And it's over there, free. Them guys, bro. Like, it's <laughs> real. Yeah, when you group, when you put it like that, you group them lot together. It makes a hella sense, man. It, like, it makes hella sense. I love when I see people doing shit like that, actually. Like, just, you know, getting the artistic vibes of what it is that's happening over here and, like, and just doing their thing with it. I love it, bro. 
And I saw, as I said, I saw, I didn't realize it was him. I just saw it on, on, on Instagram. And then when I went to Skits' office or whatnot, I see him, and I've seen the thing around there and that, and I'm like, rah, fuck, you know. And their office looks sick as well, boy. It just don't look like an office. It don't look like an office. This is a modern office. This is what office is supposed to look like. It's yeah. supposed to be a vibe. But the Don there, shout out, Dan, Capsule Dan, shout out, they got, they're like ASAP, so they've got Capsule this person, Capsule that person. You know, okay. It's, it's fucking lit. Yeah. So um, I was just with Capsule Dan. <laughs> yeah, as you do. Yeah. And like, just their whole vibe, all of them are all on the same page. They're all just good-hearted people making good art. Yeah. And shout out Capsule Collection and I hope they do whatever it is they you want to do. Yeah, of course. Skips really looks mad them. happy. I can't even lie. He looks mm. mad happy, boy. He's got a good bounce in his step at the moment. That's how it should be. You know, it's like a new project that he's working on and that, which, yeah, man. It's good to a see. A new project that. will do that to you as well. Yeah, like, definitely. If it's a passion project. It injects, passionate sometimes about. it injects new life into you, yeah. innit? New hunger. Yeah, of course. Of course. I thought about, yeah, we're on our media. Huh? We're on media, yeah. We have to do a new project. It was the best thing out of all my lessons. That's why I always knew I was going to go into this. And you see that new, see that feeling of something new. I think a lot of people find it in other things. So some people externalize it and find it in women. Some people externalize and find it in, I don't know, clothes. I proper find it in creating a, I know it's perfect, but like a new YouTube show. That's why I will say to certain people, please. We saw what happened when I created you, geezers. Like, I mean, the first start was beautiful, but now it's ugly. But um, that's another story. But like, I really like creating YouTube content and starting a new video or a new something with someone and discussing where it can go. And I fucking, I would just do it for free for my friends for the rest of my life because I actually love it that much. Yeah, 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 yeah. So sick. Yeah, for real. How are you, bro? Because I can't lie, man. This is the latest I've been in a while. I, I can understand. see. I get, like, this is amazing. Yeah, man. When you say to him, do you know what's so sick? Because I thought a lot of people thought because of last week I was a bit upset. What do you mean? Because of like the thing with Miles and all of that. Yeah, and it was bad. They didn't, and it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. It's it was only bad. bad to people. Look, bro, When this is when I, I said to myself, this is crazy. If, let's take a look at someone said to me oh what type of friend are you I had to say to them well three years ago I don't reckon you know who Miles was Miles was my friend in real life has been my friend in real mm-hmm. life we're cool my bridge I said to him you've got a bit of talent you know we should bring you in for the fellas build your character three years later Miles is what he is today and I'm very happy about it of course but he's my brethren and I've shouted at every single one of my brethren whether it's right or wrong is a different conversation but a person come up to me ah oh, how can you do that I went to her Instagram and it had Kim K lover <laughs> so I watched the Kardashians that night with my girlfriend and the first thing I saw was her physically abusing her sister. So if you're a lover of the Kardashians, you should love me and Miles. We're Kardashians. Oh my goodness me, poet. But you don't want to be compared to that. Not really, but what it is, is I'm letting you know, <laughs> everyone has the capacity to shout at your friend. No, of And co- I knew at one point that I was it wasn't bring a, it out. It wasn't a shouting. But it's, you don't know, but no one knows our relationship. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but no one knows our relationship. So when you look at it, you're only comparing it to your 24 hours and your friends. And it's like, I just thought to myself, if you know me, you don't even know what I do for my friends. You have no clue. Exactly. For you to compare an isolated two minute situation to an, in an hour video on a channel that's got over a hundred million minutes probably, for you to take two minutes out of all of that to sum up the way I choose my friends, that's not, that sounds like a personal problem. I have no problem with that because I already told Tigo, we're going to put this out, I'm going to trend. Everyone's going to think I'm a cunt. That's perfect because Wiley comes out on Friday. Everyone thinks he's a cunt. Let them all think I'm a cunt 
and keep thinking I'm a cunt. So that way, they, Miles gets more love. And most importantly for me, when you see Wiley, you might just listen to what he's saying because you already think I'm the bad guy. One of the top comments on the video was me, our poet, disrespected Miles. That's fantastic. Just listen to what Wiley's saying right now. This is all part of my plan. Mm. Everybody is part of my plan and they're getting upset. I knew he was going to be upset. Mm. I manipulated this whole thing. So I just I, thought I, it was I think, amazing. See, for me, yeah, because I know from what you said, because mm. I know what you do for your friends and I know what you've done for me and I know what you've done for... I just know what you've just done for people. Mm-hmm. I think that, like, it's always upsetting when someone does do that. They People do take a few minutes out of a situation and they judge someone's whole character and their whole existence yeah. on, on a moment of what was said yeah but i think that like in that moment there mm-hmm. in that moment there there's no one that could ever come to me and ever tell me that poet is a bad human being uh-huh. there's no one who could ever do that in my whole life uh-huh. i think that in that moment when that happened though mm-hmm. i think for a lot of people it was like it seemed so personal mm-hmm. it seemed so personal that naturally I could understand why someone would look at that and not think that you are a bad person in life, Mm. but like why it was so far from your finest moment. You get what I'm saying? Listen, Chucks, I fully get why everyone's vexed. If I watched it as an ignorant consumer, Mm. I would have hated me as well. I don't know, what a prick. I hate that dickhead. Chucky, this is how it works. And this is what people need to understand. Filthy Fellas has happened before that situation. And if you watch Filthy Fellas, you will know there are things that have been far worse than that said. Mm. There's been some terrible stuff. So if you're a fan of Filthy Fellas, you'll understand the content. What happened, Chucky, was one thing got commercialized. So when something's commercialized, it's given to a brand new audience. And the principles they have in life are not the principles I share within my culture. The principles in the commercial world is perfection. You watch a film, a Hollywood film, in that world, the homeless man has better teeth than me. So I don't provide that type of content. In my type of content, I will tell you the absolute truth in my eyes. And if it makes me look bad, if it makes me look good, I don't gear away from the truth. And that is the way Filthy Fellas is. Mm. So if you watch Filthy Fellas, you will see Specs talk about Miles not knowing his dad. Mm. And in the new episode that came out, you will see Miles making harsh comments to Specs about the apparent, I'm not gonna get into it, but it's really harsh. Now. The reasons why no one says anything is because those things are not commercialized. But if all you the bad things- I, I, I agree and I disagree. I think hear me out, re- hear me out. If on. all the bad things from mm. Filthy Fellas were commercialized and my thing was alongside everything else, mm. I'm not saying that you don't say it's not bad, but all there is is a level of understanding that they're all pricks. But if you only seen one prick example from Filthy Fellas and it happens mm. to be me, I get it. Mm. But like I said, if you watch Filthy Fellas, it's, like ta- it's like never watching South Park and taking one scene out from Cartman. You will be like, I'm never watching that show. Mm. But if you watch South Park, you will see it's just a bag of pricks. Do you know what I think? And that's not, all it is. And I, but I get why everyone's angry. It was a no, no. But that's what it was. Do you know? I think that. Sorry, sorry. I just want to say. I think the difference in the examples that you use here is that, like, when I watch, because I've seen Spec say some stuff to Miles that I feel is like borderline. But I feel like in the tone that Spec says it, mm. it's like they, okay. For, I'll give you a good example. Yeah, mm-hmm. one time Spec said something that was quite disrespectful, mm-hmm. but it was funny, mm-hmm. and Miles laughed, but he didn't want to laugh. 
It was just a, it was a tone in what he said. That I think it was, do you remember when? Huh? That happens better. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, what was it? Something about, oh, your mum's a moron or something like that. Wow. Yeah. So, but, but <laughs> no, but it was the, the thing is, the way that he said it, like, for me. It specs. Yeah. And it's like, you, you, you laugh, but you like, you went a bit far, but the way that he dropped it, it was kind of funny still. Yeah. Mm. So sometimes it's like, not what you say, but it's the way that you say it. But, and, and Chucky, what I'm trying to say to you is, I know all of that, but yeah. you know who's watched all of the filthy content in comparison to everybody else? Who? Me. Yeah. So I know what I'm talking about. And I get that every, I, I'm, trust me, Chucky, I get you, I understand. Look, like I said, there's an isolated incident. There's yeah. nothing I can say. With a collection of incidents together, there's nothing I can say, but you can't disregard the truth I'm giving you. I'm of saying to you, not. if you watch, I've seen times where Specs has absolutely said the most horrible things and not cared. But we give him a black because he specs. There's no comedy to it in any capacity. I am watching the filthy at fives, whether I'm on it or not. So I know how bad things can get. It's just that I don't consistently do that. Some people consistently be that rude, and then after a while, it doesn't matter. Mm. With me, that's not my style. So when that happens, and if the last thing you saw about me was another commercial thing that happened to me, which was bad as well, and all the commercial things that are high-end about me, you're just going to think I'm a bad guy. I actually don't blame you. I fully get it. I don't, I don't, listen, Do you understand where I'm coming from? But like, oh, essentially... I just know that you're not a bad guy. So. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think anyone thinks you're a bad guy. I just think, for me looking at it, and as obviously as one of your close friends, for me mm. looking at it, just I think people looking at it thinking maybe there's just a lack of respect there. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, you don't respect him maybe on the same level. Because I feel like there's certain individuals I don't think you would have said that to. But, you know but Mitch, you need to figure out what I'm trying to say to you. I love the fact that people, um, and I was you know, part of it as well. You just, yeah, you wouldn't say that to anyone. But would anyone put me in a position? No, not to anyone. No, but would anyone put me in a position where I would say that? Would anyone? No, no I'd, I'll be honest with you. I've lived for as long as I've lived. What, banning I, you on a, on a No, on a I, show? I know what happened there. Yeah. Everyone knows what happened there. If you're not a part of it, I get, when I say I get it, I get it so much, but you see when you have a friendship circle, mm. the people that are gonna know the dynamics of the friendship circle, the people that are gonna know the, all the information are the people involved. So is this the dynamics of camera that spilled onto camera? Then? This is the dynamics of the whole show. The show is so, you just need to come to the office. Like I can't, like, I can't say it any other way. Like I said, that was an elevated example, which was horrible to watch. And I've never Can said I just say, I felt, like Miles, but, I, felt, I felt like Miles was pissed off. When I watched you, the whole thing anyway, I feel like Miles was like- To Miles from the get-go? Yeah, I feel like he was a bit off. And like, sometimes I watch it and I understand it. I speak to Tigo about this all the time. I understand it and I get that like, Miles is obviously the L guy. And like, nah, that sometimes he, you know, he puts himself in a situation where you just can't help but to get him. But there are times when I feel like, rah, like, and maybe it's only because I'm like, maybe it's because I'm just looking at myself at times here. Yeah? And I do think like, there are times where, um, all right, this is probably a better way of explaining it. I yeah. got a WhatsApp group. This is your thing started from WhatsApp group, right? Yeah. So you, should, oh, you don't even want to right. see you something in a WhatsApp nah, exactly, group. Exactly. Oh my but Lord. you know what it is, yeah? We had a WhatsApp group that was absolute rage, yeah? And these men were in the group going absolutely ham at each other every day yeah at five o'clock in the morning on a wednesday you go in that group and these men are just constantly bantering <laughs> each other like constantly but there was always one person that was like at the butt of the joke yeah for me in the group i'm a person where like 
obviously I'll laugh at certain things or whatever, but I'm quite a deep thinker in it. So like yeah. at times I think like, you know, this one, this one's always getting cussed for his bald head, but I'm the person who thinks, you know what? I might laugh at the joke, which is just as bad, but I probably ain't gonna get into it too much because it would make me feel bad if deep down he had an insecurity about his bald head. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. But he gives as good as he gets though, because he'll still diss this guy about whatever it may be or whatnot. Anyway, what ended up happening one day was yeah. the guy that was the butt of the joke just had enough one day. He just had enough. I love that. So joke. now, like when I'm, and, imagine I'm, I'm in the group and I'm probably the only one laughing at this point because there's a part within me that knew that this was going to happen. Do you get what I'm saying? So I'm watching these in the group and then you, then you get the typical thing. This one leaves, then that one leaves, then this one comes back in, then that one comes back in. So anyway, when I'm ringing the man privately and I'm saying to them, look, like, what's going on? Like, stop being stupid or whatnot. Like, why has it got like this, yeah? Then, before you know it, like, there's a bigger list of things that man are bringing up, yeah, that are deep things, to be fair, that they, that they were harboring some type of feelings about. But because it was a joke, really, it was something that always tapped into their insecurity. But the resentment was there. And exactly. The so line. the joke, the ultimately, the retaliation joke really came from not me just ba wanting to banter you. Yeah. It was because you stang me and I gotta be, I don't wanna be the, I don't wanna like be the person who's like being unreasonable in the group and that. Mm. I'm still gonna join in the group, but my my joke back to you isn't coming from a place of me genuinely having a laugh with you. Yeah. It's me coming from a place of, nah, you're like, I need a win, like. <laughs> My bro, the whole show of filthy fellas is built off first of all, the show first of all, the WhatsApp call was called Dirty Fellas. It was so bad. <laughs> I upgraded it to filthy fellas. Yeah. It got so bad I made a separate group. I'm talking like I had to say to people, look, if you cannot handle the heat, get out. trust me, do not get in the get kitchen the because game. the last thing I want is for you to say it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Yeah. And then a month down the line you're giving me a list of things. Like, I I'm not interested in that. My I'm interested in how do you feel? Can you take it? Are you sure? Let's go. Yeah. Do you know where I'm coming from? And that's how I am. Even down to the mouse thing. One minute later, he got an apology. Everyone got an apology yeah, individually. Course, yeah, yeah. Every single person. And I said to them, look, it's up to you whether you want to put it out. I'm up for putting it out because I made the mistake and I want the world to see. Word. I am not perfect. And I do not want for one second people to think I am not capable of making a mistake. Yeah, if it's a mistake, yeah, yeah. I will put it out there myself because the last thing I'm going to be is 50 years old with a missus and entanglement. Because my situation's already bad enough. Last thing you want is 50 yeah, years I old entanglement. So it's just like... Yeah. I use that sort of example because like when I was watching that, because I, mm. I, I've i proper been enjoying Filthy Fellas recently. Amazing. Like for, for a while now, yeah. Woo! I remember what I was saying to you before, um, earlier on today, I was, I was talking with Mitch, I was saying like, I'm a person, I've, like, I can really get, uh, I don't want to say emotionally attached, but I could get attached to characters. Yeah. And oh, so yeah. I can then, when I'm attached to that character, I can watch you talk about something I'm not even that passionate about, but you're passionate about it. And I just like watching you talk about it. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, so I'll watch certain things that are like, I'm not that, I'm not that invested in, but I just like watching the people discussing whatever it is they're yeah. discussing. So, when I've been watching what's going on, I'm looking at I'm looking at the the situation and me being the deep thinker, I'm looking at Miles here, even before <laughs> knowing what's going on, I'm thinking, he just looks agitated. I'll pause you right And there. he looks like he's just whether he's had a bad day or whether he's today expecting today he's on that vibe of I'm just not trying to take no L. I'm there. not gonna be that guy. Me the virtual spud. You're fully right. When he came in Instantly, I pulled him aside. Are you okay? What's going on? Like we were trying to, because we could see something was wrong. I just had a mad argument before. 
Yeah. And I think everyone can figure out what that was about. I'm mad argument before. Yeah. So I've already come in in a mood and I'm aware of it. So we could see that there's whole something wrong with him. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So we were concerned. And I think if there is a problem with me, my biggest problem is I love too deep. If I love you, I will go to the ends of the earth for you. And the bad thing about me in an instant moment is if I know you're not appreciating it, because I know what appreciation is. Appreciation has one form. It's not multiple versions of appreciation. It looks multiple different ways, but there's one thing that's appreciation. So I can say, oh, that's Chucky's interpretation of appreciation. Mm. And your interpretation will be different, but it's the same thing. It's because of the way that you're built up. That's the only the way that you're going to show it. And the way you're built up, that's the way that you're mm. going to show it. So I can see how everybody shows appreciation. So if someone doesn't show appreciation or something like that, you don't even know how you've angered me. Mm. You'll never be aware because I know for a fact, for a fact, my friends can't find another uh, Kyle in their life. I know it for a fact. Mm. As, as arrogant as it may say, I can say, go into your phone book and find another Kyle. And that's the reasons why I would like appreciation, my friend. Because and I, I, I hold I you agree like with you. this. I, I, I hold agree you like with that. You. So if you hide me like this yeah, yeah. and I hold you like that, yeah. the way I get angry, you won't understand because I know what I'm doing within this friendship yeah. to cater to you. So what I do is I get angry, boom, and then I just take myself back. Of course. And, and, you, and the thing is, mm. and I tell you this as your brother, yeah, because you are entitled to be upset, and you're entitled to get angry, and you're entitled no, 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 to no. shout. I'm not. I'm not. I'm entitled to feel a particular way. I'm not entitled to behave a particular. Oh, no, way. No, that's different. Behavior. No, wait, 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 yeah, wait. No, that's different. That's different. That's different. So, like, anger is an emotion, isn't it? Yeah. Your yeah, behavior yeah. is what you project. Yeah. That's so that's what I'm saying. It's like you're entitled to feel these emotions, and and you're entitled to feel the way that you feel. Some you can't help the way that you feel, yeah. in it. But, yeah, like. Sometimes in those moments, whether it is your brethren or not, yeah, you have to be, even in your deepest anger, mindful at the the words that you project in that. And the reason why I say that is because, the, the reason why I say that is because having an argument with a friend of mine quite recently or someone that I was very cool with, yeah, you get to a stage yeah, where there's certain things that are said, you're angry or whatever, yeah. And then we apologize and we do all of that. But you know what? There was just one or two things that the I can't. Done. Yeah, it's like we're cool, but I could just never. There's something in my heart that just can't go back but there Chucky, again. Chucky, I don't think you understand. This is the way I'm built up as a human being, and maybe it's just the part that's bad about me. Mm. Chucky, everybody I've met now, I remember life before when they weren't there. Mm. So if I do something and I know the consequences of it, I will deal with it. Mm. So if I said something to you that made you go, poet, I can't be close with you no more. You'll accept I'm not going yeah. to beg your phone every day. Mm -hmm. But my brother, it's cool. That's your decision. If that's what you want to choose, go. Mm. No problem. Because I know the services I provide as a friend. So if an isolated incident ruins the whole friendship, fair enough. Like even you telling me what you're telling me now. Chucky, I've done 13 years on YouTube. Mm. How long have you done? Not as much as you. I've done 13 years. Within that, I can say within the past eight to nine years I've released a video every single week yeah but my friendship hear me, hear me, hear me. my friendship's deep hear me, hear me, hear me. every single week yeah. and that's the only video you can find me going that disrespectful to my friend and I've released a video every well, that's week. all it takes is one no it, no no all it takes is one for you and maybe okay. all it takes is one for you but you yeah. see in life yeah what I care about is consistency yeah yeah if you show me one great example of work do you think I'm gonna think you're no. great at work habits over actions I need 100%. consistency and I don't I'm not swayed by the commercial world I know everything that people are gonna do because everything in the commercial world is exactly the same the only thing you can't predict is culture 
Mm. Culture belongs to the people. The commercial world belongs to the commercial guys. They say, we're going to make this big, we're going to make that big, we're going to do that big. So you kind of know what metrics they work by. But you see culture, I didn't see Drill coming. I don't think anyone saw Graham coming. I don't know if anyone of you saw hip hop coming. But the culture did. <laughs> yeah, I, do you know what? I, and that's all I'm saying, my brother. No, I, I'm saying. I, I hear what you're saying still. Yeah. I think, but like, I love go on, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I hear what you're saying on the sense of just behavior in the sense that like, I think if you work off emotion in the heat of the moment too much, then you're gonna end up living with regrets. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm not saying you regret no, 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 that no. scenario no. specifically, but I'm we've all been you. in arguments like myself, where you get into a heated argument, could be with like your partner or family member, and in the heat of the moment through emotion, you might say something or do something that you don't actually mean. And then we've all had that moment where you're just looking back on it going, maybe if I just reined in my emotion a bit. I wouldn't have said that or so came across in that particular yeah, way. Do you get what I'm so saying? Yeah. And I think I think that's what it just comes down to, man. Hundred percent. And I know you personally, you're quite you're a person that works off emotions a lot. You're a yeah. very person. And so if you're I'm really such an emotion. So if for thirteen years and there's one isolated incident, mm. yeah. like I said, the, the only thing the only people that know are people that know. Yeah. Everybody that don't know is gonna have an opinion. And I'm so comfortable with that. Yeah, but then but do you, you know see what? the people that know. But someone might, like someone might equate the AC thing to one of those moments though. That's but, the problem. But Mitch, this again, you keep telling me about Mitch. This is the I'm only telling you what people. Mitch, but but Mitch, that's what I'm trying to say to you. I don't work for the people. Okay. You may work for the people. I don't know. You lot may. Work. I'm not entirely sure. Mm. I work for myself. <laughs> I'm a freelancer. I don't work for the people. So I work with people. So by working with people, you take into consideration what they say and you try to develop whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. Now, if I work for the commercial people, the commercial people only come when something's hot. So if I'm not hot for four years and I'm chasing the commercial, what that means is I'm so concerned with what they say so they can sway my career. Yeah. I'm telling you, I don't care what commercial says because my character has been defined for 13 years. Mm. So to blow something out of proportion for anyone, especially my brethren, mm. it doesn't make sense to me. For people in the commercial world who are ignorant, I get why they think it's bad. I want you to keep saying bad things. Keep going, man. Let's, I don't give a damn. It's cool. Mm. My brethren, to tell me, oh, bro, you shouldn't do... Your backside, you cheat on your fucking girl every week. You dance our yard before you dance abroad. I've done videos for how long? I've done one thing that's bad, cool, but don't allow the commercial world mm. to sway the way you think. You know me. Mm. How can you have the same opinion as a 15 year old person that has no knowledge journey, of me? They, they, that can, these things can never define you anyway if someone's following no, your but journey. Of they course, can't, of course but not. The we're here having a conversation about it because yeah. the commercial world decided it was important. Mm. If the commercial world didn't decide that video was important, mm. me and Chucky wouldn't be talking. Chucky wouldn't care, I wouldn't care, you wouldn't care. I understand it. Mm. But because the commercial world said, yo, let's make this big, let's put it on all the blogs, let's get everyone speaking about it in trend like I said, what's going to happen. Now we have multiple conversations about it. I'm comfortable. It keeps me more relevant. We make Can some I, more money. I, I just need no, to but you score me then, because I thought, yeah. so it's not the filthy fellas audience that what's had that? a problem. It's just the audience outside of, of it. Of course it's the audience. audience outside of it, because the audience outside of it that had a problem and has had things to say was on the blogs, Mitch. If you okay. go to our stuff, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't it's the regular, but you have, that's what I'm trying to say to I you. I was just going by Twitter. And that's that. what I'm trying to say to you, Mitch. Mitch, there's people that have information and yeah. you just got to get all the information and then make an educated assumption. People that don't have the time to make that edgy um, assumption and then just watched it on Instagram and said, oh, this boy's a prick. I get it. You mm. should do that. But you, you shouldn't do that. You've got so much time. You shouldn't do it. You've got so much time. Can you I, can I say something from my perspective but though, yeah? I did, actually didn't bring this up. I didn't even, it wasn't even, for me, this, for me, this isn't even a conversation about, for me personally, this mm. wasn't even a conversation based on 
YouTube or based on Anything. what people think mm -hmm. or whatever. Like me and you, because you're yeah. saying that like, if this would have happened privately or whatever, I wouldn't have mm -mm. cared. I would have. I, would I didn't say that. Oh, okay. I said, if this wasn't commercialized, yeah. and it's we, not an opinion, if, 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 it wasn't, if it wasn't commercialized, we wouldn't have what? had this conversation here like this. Because it's not like a, but I'm not telling you off, by the way. No, I'm not clear? saying you are. Right, cool, cool, but what I'm saying to you is, this yeah. incident that's happened, although yeah. it was bad, there's been multiple versions yeah, yeah. of this and different interpretations on the live that have been quite uh, bad. Can I land? But none of them are commercial. Let me so land. Let me land. Let me land. I mean, the but reason why the reason why I didn't actually call you in that moment is because I know you. Because I know who you. I know you. I know where your heart is. If I, you know me. If I felt like you were consistently doing something Bad. super crazy or whatever, you know I'm gonna ring you or whatnot. Word, this, word. although I thought it was, I didn't I didn't think it was a good look. Mm -hmm. I just, it wasn't that, because I, I know you as a person and I know how consistent you are yeah. with your friends or whatever, it was never that deep for me to ring you and have a conversation with you about mm. it. But as it is a public thing and it is out there or whatever, and we do do a podcast, of course, we're just gonna talk no, about it and bring, and, bring, and bring it up. That's what but, I said. But, but what, 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 what I'm speaking to you about is, mm. And the angle that I'm coming to you on in having this conversation actually has nothing to do with YouTube. It has nothing to do with, you know, this group of people or filthy fellas or whatever. Mm. It's just me just having a conversation with you about like, you know what? Yeah, of course you're entitled to shout at your friend and you're entitled to have these emotions or whatever. But you know what? You have to be sometimes a bit mindful about how you speak to your brethren, regardless of what the, 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 the platform, the business or whatever it is, because at the end of the day, we're just human beings in it and we've got feelings and emotions and it's like sometimes you might say something that you don't necessarily mean it's just in the heat of the moment mm -hmm. but it might like in that it might hurt me but in a way that you don't you you would feel really bad to know that it touched me that now nah, this is what i want to say to you again so you understand from a friend perspective how many times have you seen that that's why i didn't ring you no no but this is what i'm saying for me yeah. I, mean, I don't want to talk about it any longer because yeah, it, it's just going to sound a bit annoying but like chucky and action don't define the man. That's why I didn't ring you. So I'll only speak to you and have conversations about your consistency. Because if you haven't done it and you've only done it once, you know it's bad, I know it's bad. It's like, there's just no point talking about it. Mm. I get it. But because it's commercial- We'll talk about I, it. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Yeah. And that's all out- That's why point. we're talking about it now. Thank but you. that's why I didn't ring you. <laughs> and that's why, that's why I didn't ring you. Because it was like, it wasn't, yeah. I, I, I see the, like, do you understand what I'm saying? So it's do not Do you know one but, year from now, Everyone's not even one year. But I did that. have a couple of them was like, yo, chats, what go on with your dog, bro? But I expect that. I knew they would say that. But yeah. you know what? In two weeks' time, they're gonna care about something else. Yeah. And in three weeks' time, someone's gonna die. And in four weeks' time, some black person's gonna get shot. And in six weeks' time, so this is just what happens now. We just keep gravitating to whatever is the commercial thing because we're bloody miserable, it's COVID, and they're all bad things, but if everyone was working and life was normal. Just care what you naturally care People about. People be a little know. less invested. But it's, all, it's whatever. It doesn't matter. I've got some water. I'm sweating. Highland Spring. We passed that now anyway, because boom, after that, you had probably the best moment of the year for yourself. Oh, bro, yeah, I can't incredible. believe, bro. I think that there was like a big section of... Ah, oh, by the way, just for some people who didn't know, the, mm -hmm. what we were actually talking about was something that happened. There's a... Um, yeah, but Phil, if you don't know, if you're listening to yeah, Half Yeah, Fellas, whatever. Um, Poet was on there. He had an argument with Miles, whatever. You can go and see it's there. <laughs> yeah, that's what we was talking about. I should have said that in the beginning, but I can't always assume that people know what we're talking about. True, we've got people that listen and watch worldwide and things. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, <a, laughs> I'm nasty, you know? Shit, Do you know what I'm nasty? <laughs> I'm not, listen, this is my home. 
I'm mm. not about to walk you in the house and say this is the fridge and this is where we cut. Yeah, <laughs> go yeah. in the fridge, get your thing. If you don't know, you don't you'll know. learn. You'll I learn. <laughs> you'll learn. But yeah, you had your moment. You had a nice, a glorified, glorified moment. Chucks, I man. thought it was when I saw the pic. Like anyone that you know knows, you've been really vocal about like you missing your kids and stuff like that. Yeah, there was a picture that came up on the, on your gram with you holding your kids. And if I'm being totally honest with you, I thought it was an old picture. Yeah, so I was like, for a second I was I, like, oh, I just posted. Bro, it, it took back. me like three hours to like it. I saw it and I was what? like, oh. They looked completely different, the twins. I know, bro, but I still, yeah, but it didn't click. It didn't click. Like, honestly, from what, from what I knew, it was so far fetched for him to actually have that moment. Oh, I, I just, my yeah. brain didn't I register no, that it was. Do you and know I what didn't I'm know he was out there either. Yeah, neither did I. I thought you was, yeah, I didn't realize you was back out no there or whatever. So when I saw the picture of you holding your kids, I just thought, I just went past it. I just went past it. And then, like, I see, like, people, and I thought, wait, hold on. Let me go back. And then let me read the caption. And then I was like, nah. Oh, I knew this time you was gonna see your kids, you know. I, I don't know, but I knew. I don't know why, but I just had a feeling when I saw that you was going to the airport and stuff. I just knew this time you was gonna see them. I don't know why, but I just felt Fam, it. Do you know how much time so when I saw that picture, airport? I was so happy. Do you know how many times I've seen him go to the airport? Yeah, bro? yeah I hear that. On his ones with his brother, with yeah. friends, on his ones again, on his ones again, like, mm. bro. I can't lie to you, bruv. I was so happy for you thank you seriously and, and for the kids as well like talk me through that how did it feel chuck's like i'll be real fam and this is just me speaking honestly from the heart and everyone take it however you want fam 2018 i flew over on their first birthday and I was on their first birthday, bro, and I paid for their party, everything, bro. I flew over and without going into details, who told me, blocked me from everything. I was contacting the uncle, begging him, please let me see them, because it was so surreal. And she took, that person took the phone and said, you've got 15 minutes to get here or you ain't seen them. What like a whole different country or no? I was in I was in the country. Okay. And the person told me about fifteen to twenty minutes to get there. Where I ain't seeing them. I was forty five minutes away. On my way to uh, the hotel, so I gave the cab driver fifty pound. I begged him, spin around. I swam up. I swam everything, bro. I swam everything. I will never lie to you. I swam everything, bro. I kicked down the flipping door downstairs. I broke it. Ran to the house. Smashed the door. Door open. Khalifa runs out, Daddy. For two years I've been going through this. Not two minutes, <laughs> not two hours. For two years, everything you can imagine that can happen to somebody in what is meant to be a relationship or a partnership in any capacity happened to me. I swear on everything, I swear on my fucking life. Mitch is my guy, he's seen so much of it, he can validate, you're my guy, Chucky. Mm. When Mitch says to me now, I knew you were going to see them. My brother, I've actually accepted that sometimes I'm not going to see my I kids. I know, I know. I've gone to Sweden and begged on social media, please DM her and tell her to let me see my children. Yeah, yeah. So without going into too much detail about some of the things that have been put on, whatever, 
when I see all of that information and I've kept everything, all my, like most, I've kept so much things quiet for the simple fact that one day Zion and Khalifa are gonna be old enough to understand what was being in social media. And I so badly don't want them to see that stuff. I know I've contributed, I've never been a dad before. I don't know, I'm gonna make mistakes, I'm not perfect. Fam, I don't want them to see that stuff. They don't fucking deserve it, bro. Mm. So when I saw them and I held them, I, lo I loved them so much, bruv. So like everything that's happening, like everyone making comments and leaving their opinions. Do you know why it's easy for you to do it? Cause you don't fucking care, bruv. Mm -hmm. No one fucking cares. I've gone to Sweden for two years, knocking on a door to no answer. Mm -hmm. The last time I went last month, fam, on my birthday weekend, bro, I knocked the door, I heard them run down the stairs, cry, and I, that was it. That was my birthday present. You can hear them cry. I can't That's lie to you. Much. Call me a bad friend. Call me whatever you want. But don't fucking call me a bad father. No, you're not, bro. The, the bed that fucking person sleeps in, I paid for it. Mm. Them two cots, I paid for them. Their clothes, all their clothes, bro. So much of their clothes, bro. I've got bags of their clothes in my house now that were too small for them. Mm. I've spent more money on clothes for my kids in three years than some niggas have spent on 18 years and their children. Mm. I put my house on it, bro. Yeah, yeah. Never question my love for my children. That's what I'm saying. That was the best thing to happen to me all year. That's the best thing to happen to me my whole, like next to them being born, the best thing to happen to me in my life. Yeah. Because I on Saturday, that. I knocked on the door and guess what? I didn't see them and I accepted I wasn't gonna see them. The next day I just accepted. Let's talk about that actually. You know, when you get to a point, just in life, not just so much about like, you know, cause I can't relate to that. I don't have children in it. Um, but you know, when you they, like have that moment of, you're so used to disappointment. I feel like there's a lot of people that can relate to this actually, even in the sense of like being a kid themselves and like, you know, their dad always said they was gonna come and get them or their uncle always told them that they was gonna come pick them up or their cousin. I used to always have a cousin that would be like, yeah, I'll come and pick you up. Like I could roll, you could come and roll with me and whatnot, yeah. But then he just never came. And he just always never came. And then you get used to just that like, yeah, okay, cool. You're saying you're gonna come, but you're just not. Like, you accepted you the disappointment. Accept, you accept it. I, c I can't even imagine what it actually must be like to put yourself in a position of acceptance of not seeing the thing that is probably the most important mm. to you in your life. I think there's a lot of people that go through that, that acceptance of, you know what? I'm gonna try a thing, but I know it's not gonna happen. I know it's not in it. So I'm not even gonna get my hopes up because the last time, I've got my hopes up 20 times in a row, so I'm not even gonna do that this time. But you know what? I'm gonna piss in the dark. Just just try it. But imagine that, but also in another country. Yeah, yeah. So there's people that experience that here. There might be fathers or whoever, family members that can't see someone and they're in the same city as them. Mm, mm, mm. And they're getting to, imagine traveling to another country. Yeah, yeah. Flights, just to not even know if you're gonna see this person. Like it's so, I can't, I, can't, I don't know how you do it. Or you have you to because it. you have to explain to your children one day why you weren't there. Yeah. If you don't have a justification to say to your children why you weren't there, what the fuck am I gonna do? Right, right, say, right. oh, well, someone just well, a situation meant I couldn't see them, so I just gave up. Mm. Bro, I w there's loads of things I will give up on in life, but I will never give up on myself, and I will never, never give up, up on my kids. kids. That's what I'm trying to say to you. Like, I, when Chucky said to me, oh, like, oh, if I said something and it hurt someone, like, people need to understand this about me fully. You see the things that people consider problems. If I know in another walk of life, this wouldn't be a problem. Trust me, within a day, I, I don't care. But I'm telling people right now, 
right now if you was Egyptian living in bloody New Zealand and you couldn't see your kids would be a problem if you're Chinese living in China whole different person and you couldn't see your kids it'd be a problem if you're in South Africa whole different life you couldn't see your kids it'd be a problem but that little Gucci belt you couldn't buy eh. that little argument you had with your friend eh. the thing that you said yesterday eh. like who gives a fuck bro there are real things in life bro that in any walk of life you will think to yourself how the hell do I deal with this hmm. and I've got to come in front of the camera every single time and give you a smile mm. and in the past two years I've had a knife to my stomach outside a fucking workplace I've that. had bare opportunities to see my kids but been taken away from me for whatever reason like the things that have happened to me if I give it to somebody else they go crazy bro mm. yeah for real I agree I, I'm, I, the things that have happened that. to me bro like as a normal brother I'm telling you, most people couldn't survive a fucking week in these trainers. I guarantee you, bro. Mm. I don't complain about the things that people complain about. I complain about people not working hard because I work hard to see my kids. I work hard so I make sure every month, even if it costs three grand, I'm paying it. Mm. I've spent more money on flights not seeing my kids than I probably have seeing my kids. Mm. So I don't want to hear people... Bruv, I just I give up with everyone in life, bruv. The mm. things that people consider problems. I understand some of the craziest people in the world so much more because I understand how they gave up through that pain. Mm. But I'll never give up. Never give up. I saw Zion and I saw Zion not breathe for 20 seconds when he was born. He didn't that. give up. So why the fuck am I giving up? I ain't never given up on my kids. Zion didn't even give up on life. So I'll be damned if I give up. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't care about the things that people are upset about blood i can't see my children sometimes god bless tyson one of the best people in my fucking life he's the reasons why i saw my kids nothing to do with me bro mm. nothing to do with me if you take my phone right now and see the messages i have to get every single other day for no reason about being a shit dad or amongst bare other things mm. seeing my kids was one of the best things that's ever happened to me on the weekend it let me know if you have a plan, because all I did was I heard go legal. I heard do this. Yeah, I heard yeah, yeah. do that. I heard everything. And I said, you know what my plan's going to be? To continue to put money in their account, to continue to work my ass off to make enough money to just, as soon as COVID's done or we can get, fly over, see them. And if you don't see them, you work your ass off for a month, get more money, fly over again. again. And I've seen them now, but guess what I'm going to do? Work my ass off again, fly over and see them. Mm. And if I don't see them next time, it doesn't stop me from going again. Yeah, One well, day my kids are gonna go, wait a minute, all this money you could have been putting in our accounts, you spent on flights to see us and you never <laughs> even see it. Someone has to explain to them. But you know what the beautiful thing is? It won't be me. And yeah. That's all I know. <laughs> I hear Trust. that loud still. So where everybody thinks about today, try no, today was already planned. It's come and gone. If you ain't got a plan for tomorrow that involves you, you've already failed. And my plan was to see my children and I saw my children and it's, the greatest accomplishment I've ever made in my life. That's the greatest thing I've ever done. Where was like when you got there? Where where did you like where did you see them? Where did they come out from? Where like, bruv, it was so once the agreement was made, um, somebody else was going to drop them off, and I could see the kids. But I knew like nah, that's just, I do you know how difficult it's been. That sounds far too easy. Yesterday we couldn't even see them. Now all of a sudden, <laughs> just someone's gonna drop them off, or we can just catch. What's going on? So on my way walking down there, walking on this long bridge in Stockholm. And I'm not even excited. I'm looking down at the floor like, 
Like I'm walking to, <laughs> like I'm walking, I've just had my last meal and I'm walking down to sit in the chair to die from. That's how it felt like. Why am I taking this walk, bro? And then someone said, there they are in the car. My eyes ring. Serious. And then someone goes, but you know who's there as well? It's like they just dried up something. Mm. Spun around, walked away, said I'm not involved. I know what this is. Without going into too much details, bro, I've had my child in my hand and had them yanked out my hand. Mm. And said and heard fuck off mm-hmm. so my experiences with my children is the worst i've had the worst experience being a father when i saw tyson and my brother kirk i grabbed both of them boys and i held them and i said to them don't you ever think for one day i don't love you don't think forever for one day i haven't worked my ass off for this little moment here mm. better than anything i've achieved bro fuck everything i've done Nothing was better than Sunday. No. Nothing. Incredible, Nothing was better bro. than Sunday, fam. So incredible. I'm bro. happy, bro, for that. So happy for that. I'm proud of you, man. Yeah, word, man. Seriously, bro. I see it, man. I think you've handled the whole thing with class as well. Bro, yeah, bro. How you've been able to come here and go everywhere else and film stuff and do whatever and with this on your shoulders and stuff is is admirable bro and I know that you've had to t- take time off and stuff because it does get a lot yeah, and it's, that's normal do you know what I mean but fucking hell bruv like just know that like I said like I said when I went to the house and knocked the door and I wasn't allowed the last thing I said to them was remember from the moment I wake up if I hear Zion and Khalifa crying on a FaceTime it takes me five and a half hours to pat them and tell them it's gonna be okay Yeah. and it takes you seven seconds but you'll deny me say no more yeah boy anyway listen long may this continue well obviously like you know the, that relationship and stuff like that that's something else but long may the, um, yeah. long may like you be able to go and just see them and have them because cute, I can man. see that that is like it's your it's your energy life booster bro you know I mean? that is like you just look different after you see they them. look so much like you know so yeah, it's crazy bro, that photo with their head bro tied back I was it's like crazy. these are mini poets right here this Love. is crazy it's nuts bruv I swear to you it is cr- it's nuts I just want to educate them I want to mm. love them I want to yeah. show them the world I want to teach them as much as I can teach them and anything bad any bad qualities I have say yo man your daddy's just gone through so much trauma he's really working hard to get rid of that do yeah. dare yeah. not pick that up like yeah. I've never shout at them they can do whatever I will never shout at them mm. ever ever I look at them as gods. They are the idea of perfection. And I look at Zion and I say, Destiny's Child, Survivor, my G. 20 seconds not breathing and said, I'm going to be here. Fuck that. That's a real don. That's a real don. I saw it. I saw it. I remember you came here and talked about that stuff. 15 doctors or whatever around you. I saw you say, nah, I'm going to cry. I saw you come out not crying. I heard you cry 20 seconds later. Rude boy. Of course, I'll fight hard for him. Course, and I want to see him today. That was Khalifa, yeah. That was Zion. Khalifa's Zion. just a naughty. So when 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 um when Khalifa came out, he was just cried straight. Oh, away. Khalifa always lets you know he's here. Okay, I love that boy. I love them both. Zion's just a bit more humble. Just chill in the corner. Yeah, Khalifa's me. Too much to say. Always wants to be center of attention. Fucking annoying. But you do love them. You can, yeah, sometimes yeah. you're like. Ugh. But it's Khalifa. Like I think sometimes I might have that. Poet's a bit. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But it's definitely. poet. Just yeah, give yeah. him a blight. So, oh, and then Zion's just a warrior. Oh, bruv. Emotional, bruv, man. Yeah, man. Very. It's an emotional Very, one, very, very, man. But yeah, man. 
Honorable shout out to Zion and Khalifa. Yeah? Every fucking time. Did you... Um, I, I'm taking it you didn't listen to the Joe Budden podcast. You know about the situation between him and Spotify. You know about that. What? Been under a rock. Yeah, yeah. All right, we can edge, we can talk about Please, it while, he, yeah. under, while he sees it. I'm gonna let you break it down, actually, Mitch. But what I will do is I'll start it off by saying this: that like, obviously, I listen to Joe Budden podcast quite often, especially since um, like COVID and that. I bought a bike, I saw a ride, and I listen to podcasts that I like more than I do music if, if, the al- if there's an album that comes out that I like I'll listen to that but more time I'm riding around listening to, to podcasts what? because it's like if it's a two hour podcast or two and a half hour podcast it makes the ride so much quicker when it's engaging and entertaining one of them shout out to Callum with the food and that Jeez. gang 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 yeah anyway <laughs> but yeah so anyway he was the second person I believe to do an exclusive deal with Spotify. Who was the first? Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer, Amy Schumer. yeah. I've never and heard of her, amazing. American comedian. Yeah, she's yeah. an American she comedian. Massive, to be fair. Amazing. So the podcast wasn't. The podcast wasn't. Was yeah, yeah, it died. Yeah. It died. It died. Serious? Shit. It died, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, wow. basically, they've been in this deal for three years, yeah. And I've noticed- Two. Yeah, two. It was only two They're coming years. Coming up to two mm. next month. Okay, he said two. Years. It was two. Okay, fair, fair, fair. I'd noticed in some of the episodes him hinting about situations that was going on mm. without, because you know he's a person who can't. He's a bit like poet in that sense. You can't if you've got something that's going on. You might not want to talk about the whole thing, but you can't help but to just say a couple of things here and there where Especially you feel like company. someone's doing. Yeah. So a company's doing you wrong. You gotta have the digs and let them yeah, know yeah, this yeah. is it. The public's gonna know to an extent what's going on. Hundred percent. But he had a big segment on his most recent podcast where he talked about his deal with um, Spotify and why they are no longer. Um, once the contract ends, he's not like renewing the contract or whatever. Do you want to talk a little bit more on like some of the things that you said? Yeah, I think I think one of the main it was interest- so good. I think one of the massive interesting things that I took from it, I kind of knew it already a little bit because I saw it in an article. But I think a lot of people know now is that the music industry and streaming, right, is so geared towards the music industry and record labels making money off streaming. So obviously, if someone plays a song, the artist obviously gets a percentage, a very small percentage, but obviously they get a percentage. And that goes to the record label. So the streaming service obviously have to pay the artist and pay the record label. But when people listen to podcasts, the streaming service doesn't have to pay out the podcasters. So it's in their best interest to have a lot of the Spotify users listening to podcasts and audio content. Wow. It goes deeper. It goes deeper. It's the only way Spotify can actually generate profit yeah. as a company. Because the record labels take such a huge percentage. I heard it's, what is it, like 80%? Something Seven, crazy. Yeah, because the record 70, labels 70%. own it together. Essentially. Yeah. Essentially. Because it's licensed, so, they're licensed. Yeah. So basically, so because of that, what Spotify realized is if we can get a lot more users to subscribe to this platform, but to listen to podcasting content, We'll keep them on the app longer because they're long forms of content and we don't have to pay out. Yeah. As opposed to if someone's just listening to three minute, two minute songs or You're whatever. You're screwing over the guys that are podcast, the podcast guys are getting screwed over though. Well, this is the thing. This because it's a whole new industry and we don't, there's no royalties or IP rights or it hasn't been figured out. Yeah. It's basically open ball game right now. But here's the catch. So with Joe Budden's podcast, 
essentially they knew they had a massive podcast with a massive fan base so they used them as a guinea pig mm. to kind of bring their audience over to the platform get signups and then build this as the place to listen to podcasts because Apple oh, was dominating wow. for time and what did Joe Budden basically said that Spotify have ended up his words not mine yeah. pillaging their audience yeah. and then he was saying that it got deeper basically saying that the deal they offered them after was oh, was, terrible. was um they wanted rights to everything. So yeah. Like his pull up on his his YouTube videos, whatever Rory does, live music events. What? His, yeah. Whatever. I mean, everyone everything. involved in the podcast. It was almost like a all of their rights to everything. everything. Well, do you well, know? I think, I think I think we've gone past a big part of it as well. Because well, an element of it was when they were doing the deal, he said from his perspective that they didn't even know how to do the deal. Yeah. So they didn't know, even though they knew, had the idea that they wanted to have him exclusive, they didn't necessarily know exactly how to put the contract together. Mm. In some way, he was sort of saying, this is what we need to do and this is what should happen or whatever. But I think even for him, because there was a part that he didn't talk about, which obviously he's maybe sh like, maybe isn't in the right to discuss, but he did kind of skirt over the negotiation period because he talked about them not knowing how to do a deal or not knowing how to put a, put the contract together because it was so new but he didn't really go into the negotiation stage of that deal which is key because there was a couple of things that he did say that I thought was a bit more on him than them and the reason why I say that is because when he talked about saying um over Christmas he said he wanted to just, you oh, know, have a couple so of days off. That was <laughs> yeah, terrific. Yeah. He said, yo, he shouted them Christmas. Because remember, last year, Christmas fell on, what was it? Christmas fell on the day that they recorded. Yeah. And New Year's Eve fell on the day that they recorded. And they wanted the, them days off. He said, Spotify said, nah. I said, what? nah. I said, nah. And to me, to, honestly, when I heard that, mm. to me, I mad. thought... I hear, I see what you're doing there, but like, did you, in my head, I'm like, did you not negotiate that part within in the deal? deal? yeah. Because also, I would have thought that you would have, you would have done that. They offered Spotify in that moment. They said, yo, can we pre-record them? Oh yeah. And, and Spotify they said, said no. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> that's nuts. That that's is nuts? nuts. No, because you know why that's nuts? Because you pre-record a, a podcast anyway. anyway it's pre-recorded. But going back to what you said, is it nuts though, if, you sign a deal that says you have to deliver two podcasts every single week for the whole, that's in your contract. Well, that's the point that Chucky's making. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you've signed that deal and that's yeah. what it says in there, then that's down to you and your lawyers to an extent. Yes. Because you've got to put that in your deal, isn't it? And Joe Budden being like, Joe life, Budden saying life, that he is just the, give someone the music that industry yeah. veteran and knows all this shit. Yeah. He should have Yeah, he should have known that. that. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong, in life, on, a, on, a, on some real shit, a company, especially if you're trying to make a good organic relationship, do you get know what I'm saying? And you yeah. want it to be non-toxic. Yeah. If someone comes along and they're your most successful podcast by far, yeah. and they've brought you all this money, the money he was talking about, he would yeah. say nine figures. He would say nine yeah, figures. That they've generated them apparently. Nine figures. We're talking about 100 million, he's saying he's generated them over what two years. You would expect them to be like, yeah, you could just have two days off. But knowing business and how they are in America with their business, yeah. I can't say I'm surprised. All right. I can't. But I also, can't say I'm surprised. The, the, I feel like the main thing that he was sort of getting at was the fact that, cool, they've negotiated this deal, whatever it may be, talked about whatever, it, whatever. And he said in the first episode, he goes, they, what was it? They tripled or uh, I don't know, 
Yeah, uh, increased it by like 900% or something yeah, crazy yeah, like that. Yeah. Literally, the site crashed it when crashed their first the episode. It. Yeah, it, it just it crashed, yeah. So I think for him now, he's saying, all right, cool. Now he's realized straight away, maybe we might have made a little bit of a thing with this deal or whatever, but cool. Um, business is business. He's making a lot of money other places or whatever. He said he was making meals here, meals there, whatever. But M, I feel M, like, M, what, yeah. yeah. The, thing that he was, the thing that I think that he was Love the him. most disappointed about was the fact that they've remained number one in the podcasting world, yeah? Mm. With there being thousands of um, podcasts around, yeah? They've been number one. Spotify have then... Is that among black audience though? No, no, no. Or was it that's period? In general. Everywhere. In general. Podcast, period. Yeah, okay, Spotify. Spotify. Blood, serious? Yeah. Number one for yeah. the entirety of their, of their deals. Yeah, yeah it's it. nuts. He smashed it. In his mind, this is how he's looking at it. In his mind, he's like, all right, cool. This is what we're doing. Spotify has then offered this company 250 mil. They bought it for 250 They bought it for 250 mil. Gimlet Media, yeah. Yeah. Um, what was it? Pod, what was it? What's the other one? Pod, Gimlet. Pod, Gimlet, Gimlet was, was like 57 mil. No, no, Gimlet was 250. Gimlet was 250. What Gimlet. was the one that was 57? He said podcast or something like that. Podcast, I've never heard of them. I don't know. Another podcast network. Network, yeah. yeah, they were networks. Bear in mind, these are networks. These yes. are networks that own hundreds. His is a podcast, so it's different. Yeah, yeah. But he's still looking at the fact that like, this is the money that's being thrown around for this, that and whatever. And although that they've got these networks and they've got these podcasts that have come over or whatnot, nothing, not, the only thing that has changed is maybe number one, number two, number three, number four, number five, not number one. Number one hasn't changed. Number one has not changed. He's remained number one this whole time. Yeah. I so in his it, mind, in his thing. mind, he's looking at it like, if you've gone and done this, yeah, when you come to me in the next negotiation, you've got to come to me properly. It's a your bank account. Yeah, you've got to come to me properly. Now, I think what Spotify would probably say is what you said, that essentially they signed those um, networks. They didn't sign in an individual podcast. Mm. They might have signed 10. So you know what? They may turn around and say, well, okay, cool. You remained number one, but we got, you know. We got hundreds got, of podcasts got, for that. Yeah, we got like 15 podcasts in the top 20. That's yeah. what they make. Yeah, say. but let's just do with reality now. And this is the reason why I love Joe Budden. I don't like opinions. That's my new thing. I hate them. Because only a fact can build me a car. Only a fact can build me a house. Only facts can actually generate me some money. The fact is, Donnie's been number one for that long. Yeah. That's a fact. Fuck the opinions. That's the fact. If that's what you have with you, the champion, I'm sorry. As much as it may be crazy, you can't let the champion go. Because if him going over there created what you have today, that means him going somewhere else, if he's the champion, God knows what he'll create over there. Yes, today looks fantastic. I agree, Spotify. Well done, you know, right, fuck off, Joe Biden. We've got all of this. But you didn't have that two years ago. Mm. But Joe Biden was an integral part of you getting yeah, that. Yeah. And I'm not saying you can't go off and be successful. Probably you can. You've probably built enough of infrastructure around it, you can. Yeah. But he's the champion. Yeah. yeah. He's the champion. Do you reckon, look how mad Barcelona are going because Messi won't leave. <laughs> it's for real. When you when when Cristiano Ronaldo said I'm not going back to Juventus, I'm going to stay in my island. Do you know the stops they're pulling out? Yeah. But when Aubameyang wants to leave Arsenal, because they're mad at the champions. But you know the problem is, Joe Budden's like, let's say he's a champion. So let's say he's Messi metaphorically, right? Mm. 
but they've brought in Cristiano Ronaldo to an extent with Joe Rogan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're hedging oh, yeah, their bets on. Oh, no, 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 no. You've got to do that the other way around. Sorry. Yeah, okay, all right. He might be, right, he might be Ronaldo <laughs> and they've brought in Messi then. Fine. Yeah, but yeah. you get what I'm saying. Yeah, like, that. that's what Spotify's thoughts are now is we've given 100 mil to Joe Rogan for 10 years. Oh, wow. Ten? No, no. They, How long they was they it? It says multi-year deal. No one knows. Oh, multi-year. Oh, I heard oh, it was okay. 10, but... That could be made It could up. be 10. It could be. That works out to 10 million a year, which is still a lot of money. But... 100 mil Oh Joe Bonner can't say nothing then So it's like That's what I'm saying He's number one But yeah. you've been number one here Not to di- not to shit on Joe Budden Because no. obviously it's incredible But Joe Rogan weren't playing in on, His thing weren't on Spotify He wasn't even on Spotify He wasn't on Spotify He wasn't on there And he releases five a week So his output is, is different. different His whole But Joe different. Budden did Aww. say In fairness to him He did say Let's, We can't talk about Joe Rogan here oh, His whole be. thing is completely but, but what I'm saying but, is that's why Spotify do not like in their head they're thinking they yeah, if you go you go but this guy we've given yeah, this yeah, guy yeah, the yeah, bag yeah, yeah. and he's going to bring in an and audience. on top of that our stock value's just gone all the way up I also have it on very good authority that the financial implications of them getting Joe Rogan means that their budgets for of course for like acquiring new podcasts yeah. and even it's retaining their on no down, down. Yeah. because they've spent so much what Oh, okay. Michelle Obama has a new podcast on Spotify. I don't yeah. know how much they gave. Basically, Michelle Obama. the American like Spotify Ooh. arm have just blown their budget for podcasts on those two. Okay. Is it? Yeah. It's a bit of a weird one. It's I don't know. I don't really know. Though. I have that on good authority as well. Oh, My G, come on, man like Callum, honourable shout. Cam called a Callum. But I think, I think his, the bigger the bigger problem with Joe Budden is as well is the fact that he was saying you used us as guinea pigs to see if this would work, and it more than worked, and you gave us like a couple M's for it. And then all the people now that are going to benefit off of what we've done here, this experiment, yeah. you're given 100 mils and we're, we're sitting here like Yeah, but this. that's life though, man. Yeah. I can't lie, that's life. No, of course. So of they're course. saying they want a the bigger bag now. Yeah, so he, our, he our accepts that though. Yeah, he does no, he, accept he, that. He would. I he accepts he would. that. He accepts hero. that that's business. Hero. He accepts that. But for his reality, he's like, yes. He mentioned something very interesting in, say, interesting in saying that. They did offer a deal mm. and it was a lucrative deal to a degree because money it was they've like, never seen he, he said did. money we've yeah. never seen before be in my life yeah he's like, i've never seen that oh do you know what he he it down. but what he, he would have had to given up for that yeah he had to give and up. also all the people around him would have had to given up everything they wanted yeah. the licensing they would have to, all they their would have their music all their video everything they wanted the video they wanted everything basically signing all their life can i say it's admirable what they did though do you know what I thought I was it. the thing that I rated most the most should. so much, yeah, and was something that I related to a tiny bit was when he said that the money that they were offered was money that they'd never seen before, yeah. But he felt like, he said, I can afford, I'm in a position where I can afford to just say, nah, that's not the right deal for me. Mm. But there's that part in me that is like, Am I doing the right thing for my guys that is next to me? Rory yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he was like, raw. Yeah, exactly. He was like, you know what? Man's getting mad. There's all these things or whatever it may be or whatnot. And like, they may not necessarily be in the, they ain't in the same fortunate, fortunate financial position that he is in. However, he is doing the right thing. Yeah, down and the he line, understood that he was long, yeah, down the line, of course. And that was why, you know, when we had that, that little, thing that came to us whatever yeah the only thing that came through my head when we had a company that had come to us with a deal the only thing that came to my head bro when I was thinking about even trying to see if there was a conversation to be had was only Callum 
That was the only thing that came into my head because there was a part, one. there was a part in me that was like, yo, I can, I can easily afford to just turn around and say, like, this is crazy that you've even come to me with this like that, really. But on the other hand, it was like, I'm always trying to look out for Callum. And it's like, I just thought in my mind, am I doing the wrong thing by not necessarily engaging in the conversation with that? But then I'm like, then again, with what Joe Joe Budden said is, he only, what, had one sleepless night about that. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Same here. Over it quick, innit? Yeah, and when I, especially when I went to Poet's house and I had a conversation with him about it or whatever, and there was a few things that you said. There was one thing that you said that Joe Budden said as well, which was the same thing, exactly the same thing you said to me, yeah? Was when he was saying that there was something, a figure that was being offered to him or whatever, and he was like, rah, if I take that, yeah, if I take that, even though it's a good change, if I take that, that is my price that shows everybody that this is where I'm at. I can't afford to do that. If I'm getting M's here, if I'm getting M's here, I can't then just turn around and take, you know, 200 bags or 300 bags here because then that becomes the, the price that everyone within the business understands that I'm taking. Then the M's that I'm making over here naturally is gonna come down because the man's gonna turn around and say, hold on, wait, I'm paying you 1.5 over here yeah. and you've just taken 200 bags over there. Yo, next renegotiation, I'll give you 250. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> Word. Chill. Poet said exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. When you're dealing with your business, yeah, you have to understand your worth because you know what? Price, it's man. cool. It's cool. You can take that, but just understand that that company will know that. This company will know that. This person will know that. That's your price. You know if you're comfortable that, with that, then go for it. Do you know what's even worse than that though? Especially if you've been working with a company, you're renegotiating and stuff like that. What I always like to know is, why have you come to me? Why? Why have you offered me this sum of money? I'm just a regular black boy from Tottenham. You see something and you know how much money you're gonna make. I don't know, I ain't been in business that long. So you know what? Where did you get that information from? I need to see the information that you have, so I just research. So for example, let's take a look at um, COVID-90. Mm. Um, they got, uh, was it, oh, sorry, Copper 90. They got three million. <laughs> you, you did that on purpose. He's nasty. He's nasty. Man, COVID-19. <laughs> man there, and so I don't even want to bring him up too much, man. God bless them. I hope everything's in life as well. <laughs> but think COVID-19. about the work that we, me and Vu's done over there. They got a deal for like three mil. You're going to try and convince me in your hardest way that you got three mil and me and Vu's had nothing to do with it. Are you sure? And then you're gonna offer me lower than you gave me the year before. Even if you offer me the same or a bit more, you just made three mil because I'm a big man. Me want money. Because if I know you can make three mil off me, then go. But that's what they've been doing to us for the longest. No more. And now we figured it out. Yeah, we figured it out. We figured out the game, bro. Money, everyone in this room has made companies, like big corporations. Yeah. And we get the trickle down at the end of it. Bro, me as well, it's like, yeah, you look at some things and you think, rah, like, when you look at it in isolation, you might look at the fee and think, why, what? They're gonna offer me that and all I need to do is this, really? You start looking at that because we're comparing it to what other people we know are but doing no, and but stuff then, like but that. But when you well. look, but, huh? I was gonna say on on what you're saying, the mad thing about what we got offered is, I anyway was looking at it, it was like, rah, we're gonna get paid X amount for doing no more work than we're already doing. 
Yeah. No, 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 but no. Which is, I know, the wrong thing, but that was my initial thought. I was like, wow, mad. But that's what they want you to think. Exactly. Well. They want exactly. you to think like that's that. That's the devil in the detail. They want you to think we can give you money for what you're already doing. That was doing. the devil, bro. That's, how that's the devil in the detail. There's always devil in the detail. And, the de- and you've you know, always got to work out what the detail the, the devil is. Yeah, you know exactly. what my dad says to me? They never offer you that money in the morning. Do you know why? It's PM. I said, what's that? Pity money. I'm no want it, dog. I'm no want your pity money. Yeah. I know what I'm worth. That company should have never let me know, find out that they made a tree mill. Mm. That's nasty. Of the local black boy from Tottenham. And our next one, yeah, and yeah. like Serbian brother. You can't let us know. It's bro, 1.5 I've each, nego- I'm out. Bro, I've negotiated, that money, I've negotiated a couple of deals, even just recently, yeah. And like, bro, if I'm being honest with you, a big and serious, yeah. <laughs> there was one thing, there was one thing I felt player. bad to even have that conversation. I felt there was something within me that was like, Oh, I, don't, I just don't want to come Pardon? across. No, wait, let me just, uh, bro. It's just something that was in within me. There was just a part within me Take that was like, you know what he had? Oh, it's, it, oh, I just don't want to come off a bit. But when I'm looking at the landscape. You've got to be ruthless. Yeah. When I'm looking at the landscape, I'm like, nah, big man. We need to talk a bit properly here. Yeah. Do you get Chucky, what I'm saying? And if the, it doesn't work out, mm. and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, it's fine. In Trust the end, me. it will be all right. One, and one of them didn't work out. And I saw it got some time. And that's all I want everyone to know. I just want everyone to know. When people offer you money, and this is to everyone, don't compare it to your situation because mm. they already did that. That's why they offered you that money. Mm. You have to compare it to life. What did God see? Fuck, fuck what you saw. I want to know what God saw. Because when I know what God saw, I know everything. And I'll be like, all right, cool. So you made that much money over there and that over there. And in two years time, you plan to do this. So therefore you're bringing me involved because you know the network I'm involved with. You know, okay, so really and truly, I'm worth a bit of bread. Mm. I see what contribution I'm going to make over here. You know, I could phone any one person in my phone book and bring them down here. Mm. And you think that service is free. Chucky, when I charge, I charge big money, brother. Do you, know, <laughs> do you know do you know do you know what that's a big oh, money oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, joking, I'm joking i'm joking no but do you know what's joking, mad for man. me and they they touched on it on the podcast as well like and i Go think on. you've been in these scenarios quite a bit po it's like their biggest threat is when they realize that the talent isn't just talent and they're not just oh, thinking. Because right. you know they throw that term around. Oh, you're talent. It's, talent. it's just talent. That's mm. what they say behind closed doors. That's the talent. Don't worry about it. They they know and they bank on the fact that the majority of people that are talent can't walk into a boardroom. Mm. Can't have these big boss negotiations. And even you being at Copper, me and you'd have conversations. Mm. You told me you've learned over time how to come in there and speak to them and make you realise, listen, when you're having to have these proper meetings for big, big money, mm. I'm not just talent. You got to kind of shake that stigma because that's what they're putting on people. And Once they see that yeah. you're in front of the camera, they no, think man. that you can't. Do you know and what you I mean? Know like what? you're stupid or and something. Mitch, you know that's what? not the reality. I'm not on them meetings in your boardroom. I'm bored. Like, let me tell you something. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I promise it, form. Can't lie to you, bro. <laughs> that's why it's called the boardroom, isn't it? No, 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 Man, no. want me to go where they're comfortable to discuss the money that's going in my pocket. Is that why you started having meetings at your yard? Come on. A clock. Because I'm comfortable here. would have people come yeah, chill on the yard? Anyone. Yeah. I'm comfortable here. We're discussing my pocket. Yeah. The money that we're... <laughs> Furthermore, the company I'm speaking to, it's not even coming out of your pocket. And you're out here moving like this so you can get a little promotion. 
come to my you don't want to come to my then let's just not have the meeting we don't have to have the meeting we yeah. can do a zoom let me let me be comfortable in my because you know when you go to someone else's house and they're offering you water and you just haven't got that zip in your thing yeah when i'm in my yard of my meeting what well, hey babe can you get me i'm just Different. in my zone yeah so now you're intimidated let's talk about this money you've come to give me mm. and what you want me to do because it can't be on mm. your terms it's like it's a proper manipulation thing from the moment it's a muhammad ali thing these companies try to win before they've even spoken to you yeah when i was 21 years old a man's here in nike i've already lost but now nike you're copying my ideas so for me i just think i'm not afraid of nothing no more because i know the truth you can't stop the creative the creative is the most important product of the whole thing yeah i'm gonna get, the to, that. Whole I'm gonna get to that I'm joe budden's the most important person because when i think about it now joe budden's even more important than joe rogan i let you know why Hip-hop is the biggest selling yeah. culture right now. Yeah. Joe Rogan can't walk into Jay-Z and chat to him and it just doesn't... Joe no. Rogan's Joe Rogan and he does Joe Rogan extremely well. But popular culture and the commercial world, then want to see Migos fight Joe Different. Budden. They yeah. want to see Joe Budden chat Different. about Jay-Z. They want to see... That's what the commercial world wants. They want to hear what Nicki Minaj and Cardi... They don't... Joe Rogan does his thing. Don't get it twisted, but... He's just not going to make no, certain audience. news it's that different. the commercial guys make. And Joe Budden is a commercial guy now. Being black is cool. Come on, fam. Always. So it's just like, I can't lie to you, Joe. When I think about it now, Joe Budden is actually a very integral member to that building. Because the network he's a part of. He's going to get, he will get a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't it's get this come. twisted. He'll get, if, if he doesn't, it wouldn't surprise me if Spotify come correct. I feel like they might. How do you think this makes him look in the profession from a professional standpoint in the sense that it like, depends on what happens mm. it depends on what happens because you know what if he doesn't get a deal and he doesn't get the the deal that he's looking for or that he feels that is close to what he owes then and, and let's just say like all these corporate companies all stick together and in some sort of protest form and it's like you know what yeah this guy's a bit of a he's a bit of a loose cannon he he seems mentally unstable this for a lack of better term then yeah in the long run it could potentially hurt him but that's I not disagree. gonna happen but you know what it's not gonna happen no no yeah you know I'm, I'm, just, not gonna happen? I'm just raising the Do you know question. why it's not gonna happen because at the end of the day this game is all about data it's all about numbers and he generates it Word. and and regardless of what you think about him whether you like his podcast or not, he generates a high amount of numbers consistently with great um, retention. And someone is, some, one man's treasure is another man's treasure, you know? Ooh. Understand that what, what Spotify's doing, Barstool might look at that because Barstool's a, one of them companies that's throwing big money at podcasts and all of that over so there. So what them there? They might say, they're, they're probably looking at this right now and saying, oh. I wouldn't go over there though if I was they, sure But do you know what? Maybe, it's he not might as, not, he not may as... not, but they might offer him the terms. They might offer him the terms. And what happens then? He's got a fan base that will go. You need to understand, you see Joe Budden, and, and people want and it's proven sorry it's proven yeah, it's the reason proven, why it's proven because it worked with Spotify and the thing is yeah. forget Spotify just we need to understand my brothers Mitch we're cool mm. don't you they will they will employ any black brother he could have been raised in Scunthorpe never knew a black you in his whole life and say wagwan he will have a job at the BBC tomorrow this is how powerful we are right now so if Joe Budden's got the number one podcast in a time where black lives matter only a little bit for some people and we're important 
fam, it doesn't matter. He cannot sign anyone for two years, three years. He will be fine because he's part of a culture that is growing and he's an integral member in it. Yeah. Mm. Just like D-Double doing an Ikea advert. You see there, man, when you're an integral member and you're embedded in the culture and if they made a film, you'll be a part of it. You have nothing for worry about, dog. He's a pioneer. That man are cool. They got nothing for. He's already making M's everywhere else anyway. He's so he just he's definitely the thing the is game. though he's being underpaid in his market. That's the that's that's yeah, the sad part about it. Like he should be getting paid well, way more. That, well, bro. this is what he was saying. He was saying mm. that he's getting paid the right things everywhere else. But the thing that, that is the most important, yeah, that's his lowest bag, and that is the thing that is the most important to him. Mm. And ultimately, that is the thing that has given him the opportunities to, to other do bags. other things. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? It's he almost like my- giving him more than, than Spotify was with Revolt, you yeah. were saying? Yeah, I thought he yeah, was saying like 1.5. From Revolt. Yeah, 1.5 or something yeah. like that. M- yeah. Did yeah. he give him a 1.5? 1.5. What was that actually for? What did he have to do for that? That State of the Culture show. Yeah. Oh shit, man. I like that fellow, I like that. When he said oh. that, I loved that. What? Did he say that to him like what? One po- yeah. Oh, did he shout it at Nick Cannon to go to do one night over there? Yeah. Did he? Of course. Well, he's got the did bank. He's putting his money where his mouth is. But the only thing is, Nick Cannon doesn't own the IP for Wilder now, so he's got to come up with something else. But did he still hasn't given Mace the locks, all them and their masters yet? And he's still. Ain't he given the locks? Ain't he nope. still. Give- nope. Oh, for fuck's sake. He ain't given their masters yet, and he's still nasty for that. I don't care what anyone says. You can't scream all this, I'm help, and you won't yeah, give no, them fuck. their masters. We talked back. about that. It's been 20 years. Who did I talk about that? We spoke about that. Give them their masters. I think it was just me and you, innit? It might have been. You, yeah. you won't give the man them their masters they back. How yeah. can you be on this Black Power thing and all this and love and all this? I need to and you won't give saying. the man them their masters Mitch, back. I need to hear what he's saying. Do you know yeah, why as well? I need to hear. There's more information. I need it. Do you know why? It I was, sounds horrible though. The reason why I, was, I have been disheartened about that Mace thing, yeah, from the information that I have here. A man pleaded Chucky yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah, I know. That man bet. <laughs> but then also, man was trying to. But listen, man was trying to do the road thing, but you can't do the road thing with Diddy Evie, you know? Hey, you know Diddy's a butt. Yeah, Let me yeah, tell you yeah. something. Man can't just ring up Diddy on that thing, you know. When I saw Nas say the Diddy other day on Breakfast that, that people were scared of him when he came in the listen, industry. Listen, Diddy's bust scared. man like, bottles like, over the head. Like, I'm not even going to say about some of the other things. Huh? Yeah, bro. Drake. Bro, understand, <laughs> man that do business like that, you can't ramp. Why are they still out here like this untouched? I love like, him. Do you know who's you know that? Do you know, do you know who's like that no, as well? And I'm going to take an educated guess. Barry Hearn. You think man can just chat no, to no, Barry Hearn? Yeah, yeah words. What? You think it's man can just Eddie Hearn's dad? Eddie Hearn's dad. Yeah, man big, can't big just words. chat to Barry Hearn in any no, type never. of way, bro. Ever. Do you no, know how I knew? No, wait, Chuck. Do you know how I knew, though? You, you know that clip of Diddy and it's gone viral, Bare Times, the one where he gets a deal and he I get the... Oh! oh, oh what yeah. is he saying it again? And he's just explain going it, mad. He's like, I'm an animal. Explain it. Basically, he's in the office, he gets a phone call and I think he's closed like a new deal yeah. and he just starts smashing up the office. Yeah. But not out of anger because it was a bad deal. Bad he's just that deal. happy that he's closed. He's like, I'm an animal, I'm yeah. a monster. Like, If a man does, like, gets that amped but yeah. I get for that. doing good business, I don't want to know what it's like if someone's trying to take the piss with business. You I can't get that amped, deal bro. with him in a certain yeah. way, bro. He will bust man over the head with the, <laughs> with the Ciroc bottle and and that and you're not pressing charges, bro. Yeah. No. You're just not. So why won't he, bro, he's why won't he press why he press fifty then? Huh? Fifty talks about him his business, everything sideways all the time. No one says anything to fifty cent. Do you know what though? <laughs> Who one says anything to Chucky? Do you know what it is, yeah? I just think 50 is a bad boy still. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah, fifty yeah, yeah. is a bad boy. And Diddy knows he's a bad I think yeah. they're all bad boys, and I see bad boys in my area sometimes. They're just like, you know what? Today, love it. We're old, we've got things to lose. <laughs> fifty yeah, did the most gangster thing that no one talked about. What? Because he's done a few. Bro? Yeah. It was the one where 
the you know he had the beef with um Floyd or whatever, mm. and then Floyd was kind of doing things like chatting to his son and yeah. doing yeah, all of yeah. that. Yeah, Floyd was all doing like going on the Insta live with with Fifty's Ute and that. Yeah, and this Ute doesn't get on with Fifty or whatever. Yeah, then Fifty like went silent for a couple of days. Then he just posted up a video and he and it was like or a picture of Floyd and the caption said. Yeah, um, Floyd, those people that came to check you in the Louis store, whatever, don't worry, they weren't going to touch you. They were just there to test your temperature. Yeah? Don't play nah. the games. That's and that was it. Did. Yeah, that was it. And that was that, bro. What? There was no... Bro, there, there was That's no nothing rude. from Floyd after that. Yeah. Floyd didn't come out and say, oh, you're a dickhead. That, that, what are you talking about? You're chatting shit or whatever. Bro, the thing... And it was well... It was well spelt. It was short and sweet and it was like precise. It was like... Don't worry, they weren't going to touch you. They were just testing your temperature, bro. That was it. Do you know what he done that I love? how gangster he's that is? No, he's a bully. Like, yeah, just, the most gangster thing he's done for me, because I like playful gangster stuff. Like, oh, that's really me. intimidating. And I'm just, that's if I was very, in a Louis store, that. I think I would have hidden the toilet. And they don't even yeah, have a cool. toilet, from my understanding. Um, I definitely saw him walk on stage when he had beef with French Montana and start dancing. And for me, yeah, you know. if I'm on stage and I'm French Montana, and I've got beef with someone and they come on my set dancing on stage and nothing happened. And everybody that, yeah. no knows. No one can't do a thing. No one can't do nothing. No this is still French thing. Montana. He is still French Montana. Yeah, He's yeah. a rude boy. Yeah, he's 50. 50 Cent is just yeah. a different- Once you get shot nine times, anything after that is just like, it is what His it book's is. all right. I finished reading his book recently. Like, it's Did book. you read it or listen to it? I read it. I Have read you heard it. a bit of the audio? No, like no. where he's talking? No. And it's him like narrating it, the audio book. No, it's, it's, him, good. it's him doing That's it. It's the book's actually all right. There's the elements of the, the business principles and stuff like that are basic for somebody like me. But I've read it more for the insight into certain things that had happened. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, you know, when he was talking about if you if you implement a rule um, to the gang or whatever, you have to you you have to stick by it. Otherwise, people will take the piss. And so then he gives an example of saying that, look, you man. Like if fights and that kick off with people externally, cool. But no one is fighting internally around me. There cannot be anyone fight. If anyone fights internally around me, I'm sending you home. Yeah, that that was an important thing for him. And so anyway, he talked about a situation where like this um, this guy was rapper that he tried to sign or whatever that he was looking at signing got really upset because he wanted one of the jerseys. Like someone came with like a bunch of jerseys or whatever. Mm. The tour manager said, listen, let me take the, jersey, the jerseys to 51st. He can take what he wants and then everyone else can go and take their pickings. So the, the tour manager did that. And then as soon as he's done that now, the guy's still trying to grab the thing or whatever. So him and the tour manager, he started fighting the tour manager, started trying to punch up the tour manager and whatever. And then he just said, yeah, once he saw them fighting and that, got him a ticket and just sent, sent him straight back. Sent him straight back. The dude ended up going back in the hood and ended up going back to jail. And he said he felt a bit bad about it, but he was like, if I would have let that happen, then and someone else would have ended up having a fight. And then if I go and then send them home, they're gonna tell me, oh, it's not fair because you didn't send this person home. I need to set this example from the get go now. And so like, I was reading the book more for those type of stories, like that type of insight. That's that's what I like. That's what I liked about. The fifty book, but you know, fifty is someone that you can't really, you can't really tamper with like that. But going back to the Diddy thing, the reason why I was a little bit upset and about that, yeah, is because I feel like about the nineties about the um, the the masters, like okay. him owning the masters and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the, 
maybe from the, the 50s all the way up to the 90s, even a little bit up to now, yeah? Like, record companies have been on some real fuckery with some people, in it, yeah? And it seems as, of course, business is business. We understand business is business, in it, yeah? But at one point, no one knew anything about the business. Now we got podcasts. There's all these different things where people are sitting and discussing their experiences and how to sign deals. There's all these different things that you can listen to or whatever. Mm. Back then, they never had that. Man was just in the hood, yeah? yeah? But you had the occasional person from the hood who had drive, passion, um, uh, a little bit of um, like foresight to go into a record company and work their way up here yeah? and then realize, you know what, hold on a minute. You lot are signing pop acts and doing all of this. Right, there's a gold mine with my, in my culture. Like there's loads of rappers and stuff like that. I can do that over there. Like yeah. you lot kind of find this thing kind of cool. And you would like to believe and you would like to think that someone that comes from the hood that masters the game and understands what's going on would look back and say, you know what, yeah? I can pattern you lot up, you know? Like mm. this is what I can, like this is how the game works. This is the code. I tell you what, yeah? Boom. I've been over here. I understand what's going on. Fam, this is the code. That's the code. I'm going to sign you. We're going to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to, this is the percentage what I'm going to take. Because I know there's money in this one. Pass, pass me that. <laughs> but man weren't doing that really. Like people weren't really looking back and saying, rah, you know what? I'm going to give you the, I'm going to explain to you the code properly. It was more still for like, man was coming from the hood going into these labels and carrying on with the same fuckery that these that were doing back with people that you would kind of look at and think that you might say, you know what, like, these are the man them. Like, you know what, And I get it's a business. No, Don't no, get no, no, I, I get it. I get that. But, but when you're looking at a man's masters and he didn't understand the game like that, you could say, I've had a man's masters for 20 years still. There we go. I'll tell you what. There we go. Fam, you know what? Look, early on, if, if a man does that, right? Yes, we know right and wrong. You're from the hood, whatever. You know, I'm not even going to begrudge you early on in your career because you're trying to figure it out. You're new in this industry and you're just playing the game and you're trying to eat. And this time you're not even up. You're just trying to eat, innit? Once you're a billionaire, right? And the majority of your money hasn't even come off music at this point. It's off Ciroc. It's off all these other things. Let the masters yeah, go, man. Masters like, that's, 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 that's a drop in the ocean of your empire. Like, let Mace and these man be able to have their royalties of streaming in 2020 so that when they're doing whatever they're doing, they know a... PRS check or whatever's just coming through the mail. They're getting that mailbox money. Allow it, yeah. Youth. I can sign off to my youth. You've made so much money off Ciroc. Like, you don't even have to think about this no more. Like, what, what is it about? Like, but unless you really got beef with these people or something and you, you want to hold it over them. So what is it then? This, give the man the their thing. fucking art back. This is the only thing I don't like, because Chucky said something. And I, I think it's really bad because I think words are really incredible. And if we take a look at the definition of them, that's the only reason why we should use them, unless it's slang, slang's lit. Business, the term business and bad business, like people associate that's just business with bad business. And like when I grew up, I believed that business was bumping people. Mm. And I've just told people, that's business, that's business. it's not business. I do mm. business. I've done business for a very long period of time. Mitch, have I ever bumped you? No. Have I ever bumped you, Chucky? No. Callum, obviously I have, but my, my point is this. <laughs> we need to eradicate this business because that's maybe what did, I'm not saying I don't know Diddy, but if that's what he said to me, and I said to him, why would you give Mason this business? I'm like, you're basically part of the demographic and I don't even want to go into too deep because uh, obviously he generalized, but the specific, you're basically what Wiley was complaining about. Mm. If you're not going to be the individual that creates the village and says, yo, 
protect the masters, dog. You know, everything button over here, and dog. If you're not that guy, then you're that guy. Uh, one thing I will give Diddy mm, potentially is. But I love him though. Yeah, I love him. The one thing I would give Diddy potentially though is cultural context. And what that is, is mm. at that time in, in the music business, that may not have been seen as doing anything wrong. That might have just been. But I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm just. I'm just. Okay, fair. So yeah. Yeah. So at that point, so I get that. So I get that. Yeah. But now you would like to believe that a man would just say. Yeah, you know what. Especially if you're on this black power thing. Like if if you're overtly pushing that narrative out there, Black Lives Matter, all of this support our brothers, our kids. If if that's the narrative you're pushing as well. Then there's no excuse as but far as I'm concerned. Second, but one, there might be though. What, what? I don't know. Oh, okay. I hear yeah, it. true. There must be. There, there, there's going to be some then conversations. Speak up. Let us know then. Let us know what's going on. Because Mason's let us. Well, Mason's let us know. You're so, the other side of the story. Audience. He doesn't have to let you know. He might go fuck all of you. Because I know right. if I was Puff Daddy and I had my reason that if I let the world know, they would go fair enough. I'll keep it to myself. I'm not giving that away now. I'll keep it to myself. I ain't telling the world. If you want to complain about him not getting his masters, keep complaining. I'll still have them. I don't know what the reason is. Yeah. I wouldn't do I it personally. Think, I personally couldn't think of one. I don't know. What I've never had someone's masters, so I don't know. Yeah. I've never been in the position Puff Daddy's been in. I never made that many mon- that much money. I've not had that much responsibility. What's the, what's the I name? Don't know. What's I the name? Spoke, what, what is the name? Of what? Masters, bro. Like, yeah. like you. It's mad, bro. Like, if someone owns your masters, they're enslaved to you, bro. It's mm. as simple as that. They're your master, bro. They've got your master. But the thing is, and is at, it, what, at like, one point I understand that that was. And, at and one money. point I would under, I understand that that was the business. That's just like it wasn't seen as doing anything wrong, really. Well, that still is the, the devil's business. in the name, bro. Huh? That still is the business now. What though. do you mean? Like major record labels are major because they buy your masters. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that is still the business. Yeah, of course. But I'm saying in this situation here, with what Diddy did in this isolated situation, yeah, like. I could see that, like, of course, that was the bit, like, you, you know, you, he's he was a young guy them times there, like, everyone did it. It wasn't, you just never really looked at it. Like, that why hasn't he given it back but now? Today, oh, this is cute. I want to yeah. know why he hasn't given man back their masters. He's going to write a book when he doesn't need it. Does Drake own his masters? He does now. Does he? I don't think he owns the previous masters. I think that's all in Birdman's But pocket. Yeah, yeah. But now he's like. From, oh, apparently now, yeah. yeah. Now he owns. Okay. Is it all his masters? Apparently that's where Sometimes he's Sometimes maybe he'll let you buy them back. Yeah. I don't think he's got no, his masters back. He don't own his. I think anything going forward, he'll probably own. Anything, yeah, going forward. I don't think oh, he owns okay. So, so the thing's back about. Think, but listen, oh, that's another Birdman. one. I know he owns um, more of his masters That's than another Wayne one. Does. You think a man's just talking to Birdman in any type of way, yeah, but bro? But Birdman don't. Birdman's not like Diddy. He's not putting on this. And Master P, he's not. And Master P, well, you think a man just chatting to Master P? It's in the name, though, he can have your masters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, strong word. Man, I'm not talking to ma- these man. These men are. You can't yeah. check these guys. Yeah, if they got your masters, they just got your masters, guys. And that's just how it goes. <laughs> Especially if that's their income. If their income is, I just hold man's yeah, masters. Man knows, that's man not Diddy's income. Well, then and I don't get it. Diddy is a billionaire of everything, but no, no, he's made money off music. Let's not be silly. Who? Did he? Like he's, he's made, made music. But I think he still made money. more money outside of music than he has music. That's how bad it is. Probably. Yeah, definitely. Do you know what? Business ventures. I don't reckon from day dot up until me. now. I don't think oh, so. Oh, no, no, no. Mm, yeah, because no. you, fam. But I'm talking his net worth today. Yeah, fair enough. Bro, but 1993, me... was it? 94? Mm. That's when I first listened to Diddy. And it's 2020? I reckon most Fuck of the time. me, man, that's long. When you're working in a certain industry or field or whatever it is and you become rich. Yeah, the wealth that you acquire doesn't necessarily come from the business that you you 
um, got the richness from, the wealth comes from the money that you've invested into other things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. Unless you're a Jeff Bezos or some other fucking Don. You understand what I'm saying? More time it's like, okay, cool. You have, you have financial advisors, you have wealth. I, su- I spoke to a p- person the other day, someone in Nike or whatever, and he was talking about he was going to see some wealth advisor or some shit like that. I was like, what the fuck? I ain't even heard this before. This And this person's doing quite well in his life, but I know that the bigger bank that he's getting is probably from the yeah. the person who's sitting and saying to him, you know, you know, I've got, um, what's his name? Um, the Urban Financer. That's someone yeah. like that. If I've got money and I make money from doing podcasting Straight or doing whatever it is, the bigger bank that I'm getting from is when I go to Urban Financer and I say, yo, where, what's... And the Urban Financer turns around and says, you know, you should put your money in that, put your money here, put a little but bit then, here. Do you know what the maddest thing about that is? See, even when someone has like, someone like that, that has wealth assets and into stocks and stuff, right? Even someone like Diddy, even if that Mace Masters, yeah, it's just a tiny little fraction. You know, people like that, real entrepreneurial businessmen, they still look at that as one of their assets. Of course. That they've diversified. That's just another asset in my portfolio. Without doing that. Yeah, that's just another asset in my portfolio that gives me an income. Have you ever produced a song before? No. Okay. Have you produced a song before? Not really, no. Have you produced a song before? What is producing a song to you? Sitting in the studio and producing a song. No. That's what's so crazy. You said there's different there's different times though. No, no, no. Because no. executive no. producers like funding. Oh, no, 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 no. Hear me out. Production's production. Okay. So production is what DJ Khaled does. Does it very well. Yeah. He'll get the singers, he'll get you're producing the whole situation. Yeah, that's what I meant. And making the beats different. That's what I meant by the way. Alright, cool. If Diddy, and I'm not suggesting this is the case, if he has been a major in integral figure in producing that music for Mace. So he actually had to do more of the work. Now I don't know. All right, so let me ask you this. Now I don't so know. Let me ask you this, see music. Because Mace wasn't even writing some of his bars, remember? Other niggas were writing for Mace. And I understand- Were they? By, yeah, well, some, yeah, I yeah. don't know that. That's what I, I was gonna- Some man were writing, I heard Jay-Z wrote about a verse for Mace. My point is this, if people are doing everything and you're essentially the goal hanger, I understand from the perspective of a consumer, hey Alexa, play Mace. My God, he should have that. I get that. But if I have found the singers, wrote the hook, done everything, and you're the person that is just playing the role of Mace, how much are you entitled to that song? Well, this is what I was gonna ask. It depends. Like, if his album, right, his first album, whatever, his Harlem World, or whatever it happened to be, right? I don't know if this is the case, if, by the if, way. If he's wrote the majority of that album, then realistically, it's, it's more or less, I, I'm not gonna act like all the other things don't play a part and they're very integral and Diddy being in the thing, say, look, put the hook here or move this. I know that stuff's important. Yeah. But ultimately, if you have, if he has written the majority, because the writer's always one of the best paid in the industry. They yeah. are the best. Yeah, they are. Look at Wayne Hector. Yeah. Look at Frazier T. Smith. Like all of these guys, these are the most, these are the best paid people in the industry. Once you write, that's where the real money comes in. Because they get it because they write for other people. Not because they write for themselves, Giza. But even the people that write for themselves. I'm fully aware of that. But if you write for other people, big writers are the people that, that, they're the ones that get the money. I'm just saying from, I take a look at Puff Daddy's involvement. I remember getting all the vinyls, bro. There was a theme about Bad Boy Records. And, Puff Daddy was the man that you went to. Remember, Nipsey Hussle went to Puff Daddy about asking him about certain songs. Mm. Nipsey Hussle and Puff Daddy were meant to do a tune together. And, they did. And, they and did one. No, one tune together that they didn't do because Puff said, no, I'm not meant to be on this song. This song's meant to be... So, like, I understand Puff Daddy's involvement in a song. Mm. And I say it from the perspective of, I produce songs for Vibber, for example, with TJ. And the amount of work me and TJ have to do just to do a song, it doesn't matter if Geordie was bl- blasted all over it. 
we have probably put in more work than most people on that particular song. Mm. Doesn't mean that I'm gonna say I own stuff, I'm not that type of person, but I can understand if you put in more work into a situation and someone's contribution to the situation is smaller than you, who does own it then? Yeah, I hear all of that. Okay. I hear all of that. To put it into perspective. I don't know by the way, it's just- For, for Mace's album, there's like over a hundred contributors oh, towards the music. That's a lot. Now, now, now. That's a lot for an album. Now pause that. If there's a hundred contributors over towards, 100. over a hundred contributors towards that album, who do you reckon got them? Puff Daddy or Mace? Mm. But who got the name and who got something to celebrate off the fact of it more? Puff Daddy or Mace? Surely Mace, because it's Mace's be, music. Be specific, 68. There's 68 different contributors. 68? Yeah. That's about average though, isn't it? For but I'm saying to you, who got them? On Puff, a pop that rap is, That is average. On a pop rap, he's not, but I'm saying he's to you, not a lyrical, he's not flipping common. But I'm saying Mace, to you, do you like, reckon Mace rap. at that point in his life knew 68 people that could contribute to his album? Of course not. Obviously so Diddy's facilitating if Diddy has con If Diddy has done more than half the work but that's putting the, the argument we're having here, bro. No, the argument is he's in, a, he's, in, he's in a privileged position yeah. to just allow, if a man's begging for his masters, even if you've done a majority of the work, bro, you're so up, you're so gone. Like th that shouldn't be anything to just let that go because your whole yeah. thing is, Black power, my brothers, right now. Like we can but all I, eat, we can all get this. But I, I don't so think just let a man. No, just I don't think that. I don't. I think that's two separate situations. Just speaking just about the different. reason why it's two separate situations. But that's what Mace is saying, though. No, but I, all right, cool. I don't know what the situation is. I would just love to know Puff Daddy's contribution. <laughs> if it is little to nothing, well, I, then I give it back it's to a me. Lot. But if it's a lot, and I know that's time, and I know time is money, I'm like, how can you quantify your time? What, in 1997, cause it still happened. Of course it did. 35 of the contributors were composers. So that's like writers. Yeah. 35 people, yeah. yeah. Is that that's normal? normal. That's for, a for lot. For a rap pop act, that's normal. Fuck yeah, me. because you will have, you, you have like how X amount of producers. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not including producers. That's just composers. Oh, just composers. Yeah, but you got to remember, a lot composers. of songs have collabs. So, like you got like Total on a song, Tell Me yeah. What You Want From Me. They're probably all, all them chipped in with their own writers. Can I just say, can I just say this But who stuff? done all that work? Did he facilitate? Yeah, all no, I'm like, just saying, I'm like, I, I'm not agreeing with him. I'm like, yeah, if you, oh, hey, Chucky, quickly. Hey, and on the Spotify thing, yeah, just to round that off, yeah. Honestly, you lot won't say it because it's your thing, but I see you lot as the Joe Budden of this this side of the pond. And I feel like whatever deal you lot go into or whatever you take, it has to be 100% right for you lot because you lot are pioneers over here. Definitely in the black podcasting scene in the UK. That's how I see it. Chucky more so though, because Chucky was the first person I saw do podcasts. Like I saw anyway, prominently within our scene on Grind Daily with Wiley. One of the, it was so lit. Chucky one of the first people, so like. So you lot need to get your flowers and get, get that deal that you lot deserve. Um, hundred percent, and also so I, your your podcast. Go on, talk about that quickly. Dude, what mine? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. If you ain't seen my podcast or listen to it, check it out. Double Down Podcast. Poet's been on there. Chucky's been on there. Probably get Callum on there one day as well. Just get all demanding on there. It's a laugh. It's me and my friend Nick. So yeah, check it out if you want to see us. Just you know, have a bit of fun. And this guy's been phoning me all the time. He's told me to announce it here, so it might not happen, but I have to do it. He even phoned Callum. Wiley is coming next week to England. I doubt he's going to be here, but he, he has bugged me every day about speaking to Chucky I don't even and know why you announced that, bruv. Why not? Because he was supposed <laughs> to come on fucking last I'm cutting weekend, that out and then anyway. just ignored my calls. I'm <laughs> cutting he it said out. He's no, he's sitting in the I said I would call him back. I called him back. Uh, he never picked uh, up. Oh, no, you can't, thinking, Bob. I'm, I'm cutting back. Out. No problem, Chucky. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. That was very funny, though. Yeah.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.